I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go! You want NFL experience? Then this is the show for you. This is Up On Game with LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plaxico Burris. Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, good morning to some, good afternoon to others. As you guys heard in the intro, for the first time in a long time, it's just two of us that we don't have a third wheel. Plex, LeVar Erickson is out with his son uh, watching his spring game. So, Plexico and myself, we going to hold it down. We got a hell of a show planned for you. We going to talk some football, Baker Mayfield. So Brian Tannehill, we're going to also talk NBA playoffs, as you guys know, me and Flexico, huge NBA fans. we just all-around athletes, Flex. We pretty much watch and do any sports. So we're going to try to uh, 
get you guys a photo on what's going on in the uh, world of sports and what we think about it. So we just going to get right into it, Plex. First off, how's everybody doing? I was Sam. How you doing this morning? I'm great. I'm great. Yeah. We, we, listen, we're down, we're down a guy, but you guys, uh, you guys have this. You got it. Oh yeah, yeah. We, oh yeah, we, man. We, we just fine, man. We we well rounded, you know. Uh, wide receivers that can, you know, carry you on the show. Uh, we, you know, well, it's unfortunate the Vaughn's not here today, but we just gonna go ahead and hold it down, talk some football, talk some basketball, and you know, maybe even get into some horse racing. It's a lot of things going on. This it weekend. is we the get, Kentucky we, Derby today. We got the Kentucky Derby. We got the Canelo fight. We have NBA basketball. We have Formula One in Miami. I'm a big race fan, huge fan of Lewis Hamilton, as everybody knows. So that's a lot of great events going on this weekend. Hey, Plax is uh, international. He done named every sporting event going on. <laughs> every one of them. Hey, so like I tell him, man, I just look like this, man. You know, I get it done. Ryan, how are you doing? How are you doing this morning, Ryan? Oh, I'm good. good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We got a, a one of two Dodger games about to start today, so uh, I'm 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 happy. I'm feeling good. And as you guys know, me L.A. all day. We about to smoke the Cubs. We about to smoke yeah. easy, easily. About to smoke the Cubs. We are gonna get right into the show. The Cleveland Browns and Baker Mayfield. They're they're playing this tug of war. Nobody seems to want Baker. But yet people seem to want Baker, just not at that salary. Do you believe the NFL as a whole or teams that may want a quarterback? Is, are they telling the Browns, uh, you're going to have to cut Baker. We're not trading for him. We, we see what's going on. Y'all got Deshaun Watson. Y'all going to cut him or he going to be on this team. How do you see this playing out? What do you think the league is saying to the Cleveland Browns? It's plain and simple, man. There is no tug of war. One thing remains. Listen. The product that you put out on the football field on Sunday is what you are paid. And what everybody else is telling the Baker Mayfield and Cleveland Browns, they listen, nobody's going to pick up this salary, especially after the draft, going into this, this late into the season of $18 million. That should be the first eye-opener for everybody. He's guaranteed $18 million going into the year. And – None of these teams are going to pay that salary for Baker Mayfield declining Baker Mayfield. Listen, Baker Mayfield tore his labrum in the second game of the season. He, if he saw his play declining and hindering his progression to get better as a player, then he should have went upstairs or went to the coaching staff or the training staff and said, listen, I'm hurt, I'm not playing well, I'm going to get healthy and I'm going to come back. It's too late for that. Now you can't come back and say, now you, can't come back and say you know what, I played hurt. You can't you can't play that card, and the whole thing with the you know uh, you know OBJ you know leaving and then going to the Rams and eventually winning a Super Bowl. Miles Garrett and those players in that locker room had a lot of respect for OBJ. They looked at a situation and they're like, "Damn, we're using, we're, we're we're losing a great player, a great person, a great young man," and the, the guys in the locker room are saying. Well, everybody doesn't know this, but he's not the problem. He's not the issue. And now you look at the Cleveland offense, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, and and even players that have played with Baker throughout the league are saying, we don't want to, we don't want him. We don't, I don't want to play with this guy where there's smoke, that's fire. And going into this season, he's in, he's just in a, a horrible situation. I was saying that 
the only two landing destinations really for him was Seattle and the Indianapolis Colts. And just yesterday, Pete Carroll comes out and says, listen, we're not in a position to trade for anyone right now. So where does that leave Baker Mayfield and Cleveland Browns? I don't know. I've, I've never witnessed a situation like this where you have a number one pick draft quarterback and you bring in a player like Deshaun Watson and you don't have a – I don't think they had a plan for Baker. I, I really thought that the, the Cleveland Browns and the general manager in the organization were going to say, listen, somebody's going to take them off our books. Nobody has. So it's left them with a difficult situation, and I just don't know how, how they're going to deal with it. To me, this is a well-layered process because you talk about Baker the player and then you also talk about Baker the person and personality. If you just talk Baker the player, he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the National Football League, at least in my opinion. There's not 32 quarterbacks better than Baker Mayfield. That's number one. That's the player. He played hurt because that's what we do. If we're hurting and things aren't going the way we feel they should go, we're going to fight through it. There's nobody, hey, coach, I'm hurt. I can't make this. I'm going to just try to tough it out and thug it out and see if I can make it through this season. That's just what we're conditioned to do. Where Baker has gone wrong is the the person in his personality has rubbed people the wrong way. He comes out, he does, I forget whose podcast it was. And I'm not going to change anything. I'm going to be me. Um and they just got to get used to it. Being you is why you're in the position that you're in from a personal standpoint. You rub people the wrong way. You say things and do things that you should not do, especially as a quarterback. And so you look at the, the situation. You're the number one draft pick. Your team underachieved. The quarterback gets way too much credit when things go well. They take way too much of the blame when things go bad. But if Baker didn't act the way he acted, he wouldn't be taking the blame and shouldering the blame for everything. And so it's but Baker TJ, to play. But, TJ, it, it, all, it all goes together. Personally, is what is, is affecting his business. And you would think any rational person would say, oh, man. I should change the way that I'm going about. I'm not going to change. I'm going to be me. You, you can't say that because if you're not going to change, you're going to keep getting the same Baker. That's why nobody wants him because of the person. You can't say Baker's not one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the uh, National Football well, League. Well, well, last year he had a QBR rating of 27, so that would mean that there are five quarterbacks that are worse than him. And, and, and hold up. <laughs> five, there's five worse, so okay, say he's, 20, say he's 27. <laughs> there's still room for him. And, and also, you said it earlier, he tore his labrum in week two, so he was hindered. He was hurting. And he still put it on the line. And this is also a message to players. I've played hurt. I'm sure you've played Listen, hurt. Listen, I've played hurt. And if I've you out there, hurt. they not going to make no excuses for you. So you guys, that's hurt. Y'all might want to sit it down because uh, these type of things happen. I remember my last year, Plex, it was the year of the uh, new CBA, so it was a lockout. And I wasn't signed in September. So I'd, I was working out real hard. And I was like, you know what, this is it. I guess I ain't getting signed. I'm done. And mm. as soon as I stopped working out for three weeks, here come the Giants, the Niners, and the Raiders. I'm like, mm. I ain't done nothing in three weeks. 
but I got to right. go to these work. Like, and I end up getting signed, and I'm 35. We're playing the Detroit Lions. I'll never forget. I'm playing for the Raiders. That's old. Punt returner muffed a punt. I got to go back and return punts. I'm 35. <laughs> I got to go back and return punts. Right, and I'm man, y'all, better, y'all better find somebody else. <laughs> hey. <laughs> And strained my calf. <laughs> didn't miss a pra- didn't miss a practice. I swear to God, Hugh Jackson, I love you to death. Hugh Jackson telling everybody I done got old overnight. I'm like, Hugh, my calf is hurt, bruh. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't miss a calf. practice. Hey, you pull your calf running on the field to catch the punt. Bruh. Hey, hey, I caught that punt, made a move. I got up. I was like, ooh, something ain't right. Mm-hmm. Didn't miss a practice, didn't miss a game. But Hugh Jackson was telling everybody I got old overnight. I'm yeah. like, bro, my calf is hurt. That's how it goes. If you play with injuries, you risk people saying this. They know he yeah. was hurt. They don't care. But listen, man, I, I don't know the young man personally. So uh, when he says that I'm not going to change and I'm going to be me, I don't know what that means because I've never met him. I've never sat down and have a conversation with him. I don't but know don't you Adam. think being me is whatever not- be, whatever being me is? Hey, Plexico. Everybody can't be wrong you about play with, you play how with two he Hall of people. Famers and Ben right. Roethlisberger and Eli Manning. Right. Would you ever put out that video or let your dad or your brother, whomever, put out that video that was put See, out, if like OBJ put out? Would you, would See, you okay that? The, the first thing that's wrong with that is all the quarterbacks that I played with, we had great relationships. I let the quarterback – be who he wanted to be while we were on the football field. And I was just very receptive to whatever my quarterback would tell me because, listen, if he's not comfortable with with what I'm doing and where I'm going to be at, then we're not going to have any success. Hey, I've always Plex, had a great relationship with my quarterbacks. Hey, supposedly, and I don't know if this is true, speculation, they said OBJ and Baker was playing video games every day. They, they uh, went on trips together. So Baker thought they had a good relationship. Well, not on a football field. So, but they had a good <laughs> personal relationship. So you think that translates and it rolls over it, to the football it do, field? It does not. We've hey, seen practice that over. You time text time me again. Hey, you getting on the game? Yeah, I'm getting on. Five minutes. We playing. We playing games again. I think we have a relationship, a friendship, to where nah. if you have a problem with me professionally, you should bring it up to me. Don't okay, put TJ, that video Okay, TJ, out. let me ask you this question. How many players have you played with that you had just had a work relationship with and not a, a relationship outside of the locker room? Quite a, a few because you get along with who you get along with. But this is what I will say. I was able to get along with everybody because that's my personality. I'm aggressive, okay. but I'm only aggressive if I'm pushed to that point. I got along with – and you know being in a locker room – if the locker room is divided up by positions, your locker is next to your other receivers and so forth and so on. And you know this. It's never a race thing, but you know this. For the most part, the linemen stick with the linemen. Uh, the, the black guys and the linebackers stick to – like, it's positional. Right. So, it's, it's not a, oh, all these black – no. The majority of skilled guys are black. A lot of the linemen are white. But I was able to go through the whole locker room – and be cool with every single person in that locker room. And I think everybody can attest to it. But there's guys that they can't relate to everybody. Right. You're not going to be friends with every- – there's some guys in the team on the team that I did not like. But we're, we're talking about a relationship between a quarterback and a wide receiver. What was your, what was your relationship like, like with, with Carson Palmer? 
cool with everybody. Every quarterback I had, I, I thought I was cool with. Right. Now, maybe <laughs> maybe they didn't feel the same way, but I thought we were cool. <laughs> I thought we were cool. So, I think the NFL is saying to the Cleveland Browns. They are not, saying it. We're not trading for Baker. Either Baker going to lower uh, – he's going to release some yeah. of this money and say, I'll take less money, or y'all going to have to cut him and pay him the full $19 million. And I've always said – if I'm Cleveland, I pay twelve to thirteen million, and hopefully the other team will carry on the other seven. I don't know how this ends. Hey, this whole thing has backfired on Cleveland Browns right in front of their face, man. If they cut them, they owe them the full salary. I mean, if they if if they don't cut them, then he's probably not going to play. He's going to be a backup on his own team that he was drafted to with number one pick. That is really unfortunate. Well, Baker Mayfield, man, you you better figure this out. Uh. We don't know what to tell you, man. We we rooting for you. I think you're one of the best 32 quarterbacks in the league. He definitely but, uh, is. He's on the roster. You got you got you, 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 you to figure this out. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. You're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a Same Game Parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code UPONGAME. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code up on game. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus, most in eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text redline at one 800 889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. And when we come back, do you help your teammate or you do, do you look after yourself? Help your teammate or do you look after yourself? Be hmm. a good teammate? We'll talk about that when we get back. Up on game, Plexico Burris. TJ Houston's out of A. LeVar, we miss you, baby. Enjoy your son's spring game. Keno, you better be out there destroying them boys. We'll be back. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, 
their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Hey, pop bottles all night if you want to. You're going to be broke. <laughs> <laughs> pop them bottles all night if you want to. You're going to be broke. Broke with a hangover. <laughs> hey, broke with a hangover. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, we, I, well, TJ, I ain't popping no bottles all night. No, no, no. People like listening on the podcast, like what they talking about? They just playing a song and it said pop bottles all night. TJ ain't popping no bottles. Bottle of water. At all. Bottle of Gatorade Zero. (laughs) Straight up. Straight up. Welcome back to the show. If y'all just tuning in, y'all like, hold up. I only hear two voices. LaVar's out in uh, PA watching his son's spring game. So Hold hold up. Me and Plex holding it down for the king of the mammals. This That's next right. topic for, for me, Plex, uh, I wouldn't say it's uh, a touchy subject. It's just odd 
that a player would have these viewpoints about another player coming into the league that's a rookie, and if you've already had double-digit seasons in the league, and it's not a guy that was drafted in the first round that is an immediate threat to your position. Ryan, we have sound on this? Can you play it, please? That's part of uh, being in a quarterback room in the same room. You know, we're, we're competing against each other. We're, uh, you know, watching the same tape. We're, we're doing the same drills. Um, I don't think it's my job to mentor him, but, um, you know, if he learns, learns from me along the way, then, then that's a great thing. Now, when, when you hear that, what are, you, what, are you, what are your thoughts on that? How would you approach it, and what do you think of the comments that Tannehill made? It's whack, one hundred percent. It's straight up whack, man. It's, 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 to me, it's disgusting, man. Because we, as uh, young men, being able to, you know, to fill our dream and to reach the NFL, reach the NFL, it's one percent of us. And you look at a guy like Malik Willis going into the situation, going to, just like Tannehill said, going to compete to for this starting job as a as a quarterback. But you're supposed to be the leader of this team and the leader of this organization. How can you how can you be a leader if you're not willing to mentor? Guess what? Somebody mentored you? Or did you just learn the quarterback position on your own? You're supposed to give back what you receive. And somebody helped him along the way get to where he wanted to be because if, if I remember correctly, Ryan, Hill, Ryan Tannehill was a, quarter, was a wide receiver in college and made the position change to be a quarterback. So somebody had to mentor him and teach him the skills of, uh, of how to become an NFL quarterback. And now this young man, Malik Willis, is looking at this situation, going in to his dream of being an NFL quarterback, saying, damn, uh, I got a guy on my team that's not even w- willing to help me uh, you know, gain uh, knowledge about the position, try to enhance my mind or, or try to make me a better player. I'm going into this thing naked. When I, when I was drafted in the 2000 to the Pittsburgh Steelers, Courtney Hawkins was a starting wide receiver. He was already in the league 12 years. And there's going to be a time, this is a business. That's what we have to understand. It's nothing personal. So this man knew that me being, be, me being drafted by the eighth pick of the Pittsburgh Steelers, they knew that they didn't draft me in that position for me to be come, come in there and be a backup and not play. Man, this man took me under his wing and taught me everything he knew about the game. And that's what they call being a professional. Guys like Courtney Hawkins and Terrence Mathers who taught me everything about the position so they could see me go out there and have success and, 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 and see my game flourish. And now you have a guy like Ryan Tannehill, after he says that, Kurt Warner comes out and says, listen, if any young quarterbacks need help on the, and they want to learn and you want to be mentored, DM me or call me. I'm more than willing to help you, uh, you know, uh, teach you the position of playing quarterback. How do you think that makes Ryan Tannehill look? So now if I'm a young quarterback coming into the league, who 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 are you gonna? Uh, I'm hitting up to? Kurt Warner. I'm hitting, I'm up, hitting Kurt up Kurt Warner. Warner cause, Straight cause up, guess down. what? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, you can't even scratch the surface of what uh, what Kurt what Kurt Warner has scratched in in, in, in this business. I, I, I think is I, I think it's terrible that 
we have guys in the league who are not willing to teach the young guys coming in uh, uh, right now. I, I just think it's a bad deal. Uh, how can you even? How can you even say that? You you want to call yourself a leader, but you don't want a mentor. And everybody helped us somewhere along the way get to where we wanted to be. And now you have this starting quarterback saying, it's not my job to mentor him. Blown away. I get it. Ryan Tannehill, I get where you're coming from. You feel threatened. You feel like your livelihood may be taken away from you. But if you are who you think you are, there's no rookie quarterback that's coming in that's going to beat you out. If you are who you think you are, there's no rookie quarterback that's going to beat you out. So what, do you think, so what do you think Malik, Malik Willis's attitude is going into the camp now? Th- this is the thing. It's not his job to mentor Malik Willis, but it is his responsibility and his duty to help the players that are coming after you. This Ryan Tannehill, if you feel that way, I respect it. But I would rather have you have said this. You know what? I'm going to help him as much as I can. Whatever he needs, I'm there for him. Ryan Tannehill knows in his heart of hearts that's not the case. Just say that publicly because now, Ryan Tannehill, what you have created is an uneasiness in that quarterback room. Malik Willis is not going to trust you. Malik Willis is not going to be a teammate to you that you should have been to him because he knows deep down you don't want the best for him. You will give him advice because you will grow to be friends somewhat because you're around him all the time. He's not going to listen to anything you say because of the comment that you made. That's the problem. Malik Willis ain't ready to play. Malik Willis isn't better than Ryan Tannehill right now. Mm, I, I don't know. He, he just experience. Just it, 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 Ryan Tannehill. Not. Ryan Tannehill is in his feelings. He had one of the, hey, look, he, threw, he 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 had a terrible playoff game. He throws three interceptions in the playoff game. Uh, all of a sudden, he's in therapy. He needs help. He's in a dark place. Man, listen. One one thing I learned about this business, man. Listen. Stop telling everybody your problems because guess what? Because guess what? They just happy they ain't got them. Listen, you go out and hey. play a game like that in the playoffs, and now you and your feelings about the position because they draft somebody behind you? To, Con- to, to Confidence, to, man. Confidence is, is a real thing. Like, he's a professional athlete. He lacks – he literally – he gave the game to the Bengals. He, they're the number one seed. He gave that game to the – single-handedly, first play of the game, pick. Last throw for Tannehill pick so he started and ended the game with interception his confidence is at an all-time low but what he has done is he's caused problems in that locker room specifically that quarterback room with that comment I get it Tannehill you don't want to lose your job when I got to Cincinnati we were young Peter Warwick Ron Dugas drafted the year before me the vet was Darnay Scott Darnay Mm -hmm. Scott is my dog but Darnay Scott was coming to meetings Meetings drunk. Like, you like, did he he ain't go to sleep? Mm. So we didn't have mentors in Cincinnati, not in the receiver room. So when I became a vet, every receiver that came through that door, I tried to mentor. 
I was a rookie plex telling guys that's ahead of me on the depth chart when we in the huddle what to do because I knew the offense as a rookie. Right. I'm telling them what to do. They my competition. Guys looking at me, you know when they call that play and a guy look at you in a huddle, he ain't even got <laughs> he ain't gotta ask you. He look at right. you, you like, oh, he don't know what to do. You know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Ask, ask me at the line of scrimmage doing, doing the cadence. Like, what? <laughs> hey, hey, he looking at you and not the ball. You like, oh, he don't know. It's that yeah. unspoken language. They look at you like, oh, boy, you don't know what to do. So, hey, right. you, you, you got to come back. If they play cover two, you got a corner. Or we'd have cold words. Like, me and Chad had hand signals. He looked at me. He, had, he already knew. I gave him a hand signal. He knows automatically what to do. But – that was me. I'm a helper by nature. And Ryan Tannehill, I don't know how you fix this situation because Malik Willis is already going into it closed off, not wanting your help because of the comments you made. And I, I don't know how they can navigate and be on the same team knowing he don't want to help me. Do you a third-round pick, Plexico. Now, unless he's Russell Wilson – he ain't better than Tannehill. Unless he's Russell Wilson, you know. The Seahawks paid Matt Flynn. They draft be- Russell Wilson, and it's like, oh, what do we have here? Hey, I believe that, you know, it's going to really be a, 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 a good quarterback competition going to training with Captain because I just don't see, you know, Mike Vrabel, Tennessee Titans, drafting this guy to come and sit on the bench behind Tannehill after the, after the playoff game but that he a, just had. He's a, he's a third-round pick that played at Liberty. It, it don't He's matter. Gonna, it's going to take some time. Yes, it does. They they feel it, like they you, have a team. You might, you might think it takes some time, but listen, it, it, I don't think Tannehill is that much better of a player than, than Malik Willis is right now. He, I don't that think experience, so. That experience that he has makes him, in my opinion, what a experience better. What experience does Tannehill have? He's been a starting quarterback for years in the National Football. Now, Ryan Tannehill was not a bum. I mean, his team was the number one. So you could, yeah, they run the ball. Yeah, Derrick King. Yeah. But Tannehill, he, he's not a bum. Tannehill making over $30 million a year. So that tells you right there that they don't so think he's what, a what, bum. What does that mean? We know a lot of players that are overpaid in this league don't, don't mean that they're not bums. I, we, I mean, no, 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 no. Anybody making – they overpaid don't oh, okay. make them a bum. Being overpaid doesn't make them a bum. He can play. He just – he may not be 30-plus million dollars good, but he can play. Okay. Back to the – he's one of the 32 best quarterbacks in the league. He's not 33. I don't know, you might – no, I don't think you agree with that. I, I don't, man. I really – man. I just think that I – don't, I don't think he's as good as you think that he is. I said a long time ago, I said, listen – they gonna teams are gonna put Ryan Tannehill in the situations to win a football game, and he's not gonna be able to get it done. And that's exactly what happened in the playoff game against the Bengals. Well, we got Ilo on trending. Ilo, what, what, what's trending for us, man? How you doing today, this morning? You guys are trending because that met the gold standard for a great segment. You guys made me want to listen to more of you instead of listening to myself. And with my ego and the size of it, do you know how rare that is? So congratulations oh. to you. I'm a big fan of um, uh, 
That other guy, Lamar, Lavar. That's who it was. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of him. Never heard of him. You guys uh, have been fantastic. I really enjoyed that segment, and we actually start in the NFL with what's trending because former Las Vegas Raiders president Dan Ventrell is alleging that he was fired yesterday in retaliation for raising concerns about a hostile work environment in the Raiders organization with the NFL. Ventrell told the Las Vegas Review Journal, "Quote." Multiple written complaints from employees that Raiders owner Mark Davis created a hostile work environment and engaged in other potential misconduct caused me grave concern. I firmly stand by my decision to elevate these issues to protect the organization and its female employees. Unquote. The NFL says it will investigate. What the league going to do, Ilo? What the league going to do about that? They say they will... (laughs) investigate but that as you know could mean so many things from previous examples if i can put it that way in the nba the athletic reports the los angeles lakers have interviewed mark jackson for their head coaching job finally there you go well espn reports the lakers also interviewed terry stotts and finally in major league baseball today's yankees texas rangers game at yankee stadium has been postponed until monday due to inclement weather now back to these guys cj Husmanzada, oregon state plexico burrs michigan state and I had to edit it before the last guy. Back to you. <laughs> oh, man, that is crazy. Hey, hey, Plex, you, you, you could have hit Plexico Burris. Newport News. I seen the podcast man. you did with uh, Ryan Clark, man, and all, uh, them, uh, all them dudes from y'all area. I knew it was a lot. I didn't know all those other players, man. Y'all, oh, come on, man. It's tide water, man. It's the seven cities, man. It's, it's called something, something in the water down there. Y'all still putting them out, or it's a thing of the past? No, man, we still putting them out. I got a wide receiver from my high school, one going to Alabama, one going to North Carolina. We still putting them out. Nick Saban all in my backyard. Hey, so (laughs) are are you you, you mentoring him? Your high school going to Alabama, that means he got a chance to get to the highest level. He should reach out to Absolutely, man. Listen, I try to get back home as much as I possibly can, man, to, 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 to support my guys, man, and see them have success. Uh, I think we fell one game this year. Of, we lost the state championship, but we'll be back next year. We'll be back. But you, you know what? I, you know what I want to talk about it is what's going on in college football with this NIL, and you got certain programs reaching out to guys through back channels. Hey, into the portal, we got an NIL deal for you, specifically. Mm-hmm. The Bolitnikoff winner, Jordan Addison, right receiver from Pitt. Word is teams may have, they call it tampering in the NFL. Tampering. Reached out to him through back channels to get him to enter the portal with the promise of an NIL deal. Do you like (laughs) the way teams are doing it? Should there be some type of guidelines that the NCAA needs to implement? Man, the back channel, communicating through the back channels is, is a DM and a, and a cell phone now, so they might, they might as well just get rid of that right now. I, I think there will be some regulations put in with this NIL deal, with this NIL stuff, man, because, uh, you know, I, I just don't understand how a guy like Jordan Addison can transfer and now everybody antenna goes up of why he's entering the, trans, the transfer portal. I get it. I understand. Uh, Pat Narduzzi, he actually praised uh, uh, quarterback uh, Kadon Slovis for using the, the portal proper for the proper 
in the proper manner to get to a better place so he could play, and he ended up going to USC. I'm going to tell you something that I didn't know. I didn't even know that Jordan Addison was the Blitnikoff winner. I didn't even know that until until yesterday. And you know what that tells me to tell everybody else? Pittsburgh is not the market for an for, for NIL deal if you want to get paid. He's looking at everybody else's numbers, what they're getting, and he's saying to himself, you know what? I am the Bolitnikoff Award winner, the best wide receiver in all of college football, and I ain't got no NIL deal. You know what, you know what I'm going to do? It's a room of $3 million on the table. What, what do you think any young man that is 19 or 20 years old is going to do when they're talking about giving a young man $3 million to play college football in an NIL deal? Oh, we're going to chase the money. we going like, out of there. What? There's no doubt about it. So it, 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 college coaches do it all the time. They, they leave and go – to better jobs and to receive better paydays. So now when a guy like uh, Jordan Addison does it, the NIL, the, the entry the transfer portal is now becoming an issue because guess what? Pat Narduzzi just lost his best wide receiver. He lost the best wide receiver in the country, and now he's going to chase the money, which I don't blame him because Pittsburgh is not a market to where people are going to know who this young man is. I didn't even know he was a bit in the call for war win until yesterday. So leave, leave him alone. He's doing what everybody else is doing. And now the transfer portal is becoming a thing where I talked to a college coach about, about a month ago. He's a defensive back coach out of college. I won't mention his young man. I won't mention his name. But he explained the transfer portal to me to something that I didn't know. So a lot of these guys are going to – I thought that when you enter the transfer portal that you already had a destination to where you were going. So some of these guys are entering the transfer portal. There are twenty to 30,000 college players in the transfer portal, and they don't even know who these half of these players are because they've never seen them play. They don't have any tape. They can't go look at a tape and see who the guy is because guess what? Half of them have never played. So now when these guys leave college and you enter the transfer portal, and if you don't get a scholarship or get picked up, you remain in the transfer portal. You can't go back to school. Hey, we have a lot of meat on the bone on this topic. We're going to continue this same topic in the second hour because there's a lot that I want to say. There's a lot that Plaxico is going to say. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings' same game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Call to action. Download. The DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code UPONGAME. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code UPONGAME. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 
in Tennessee, call or text Redline at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. Up on game. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to tackle this NIL deal. Second hour, legendary moments. Talk to NBA playoffs. And as you heard earlier, Plaxico Burris is an international man. We're going to talk to Kentucky Derby. <laughs> or at least Plexico is going to talk to Kentucky talk some Derby. We're going to some Phillies. Yeah, we're going to talk some ponies and some Phillies, man. We'll be back. LeVar, baby, enjoy the spring game, my guy. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Up on game. I'll keep reminding you guys, it's my... Newport News, Virginia guy, Plexico and TJ oh, holding it down. Virginia Beach, Virginia, man. Oh, not Newport News. No, I'm from Virginia Beach, Virginia, the 757, baby. I, I stand corrected. Virginia Beach, yeah. Virginia, as Plexico would say, the best athletes in sports come from there. I would disagree. Um, but they do have quite a few athletes. As we wind down the first hour – I got to remind y'all, download the DraftKings app and use code up on game to get a free shot at millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Plexico, as we wind down this first hour, the first two quarterbacks drafted. Kenny Pickett goes first round to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Desmond Ritter gets drafted to the Atlanta Falcons. Do you believe or do you foresee any way one of these rookie quarterbacks will start? And if so, which one is, starts first? Man, I'm going to just jump out on a limb and, I, and, and then say, I think both of those guys will be week one starters. I really do. I think Kenny Pickett is NFL ready. His, his, his game and his talent suits what the Steelers want to do. They're not going to throw the ball 40, 50 times a game. They, they're going to hand it off to Najee Harris. They're going to spread the ball around a little bit. And the, the, the quarterback competition between him, Mason Rudolph, and Mitchell Trubisky, I just think that he's a better quarterback than they are right now. And Desmond Ritter, he's going into a quarterback competition with Marcus Mariota. That's one that he can win because we, we've all seen Marcus Ritter throw uh, – I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Desmond we've always seen Ritter, Desmond Ritter throw the football last year in college football. He has a dynamic arm. And that's one of the things that that Marcus Mariota hasn't showed us since he's been in the NFL for the last, you know, six or seven years. He, he's not an elite passer. He's, he's not a good passer. He's average. So, with that being said, I, I think Desmond Ritter has the opportunity to be a week one starter too. Man, Plexico is really riding for the rookies. First Malik Willis. Now these two. Number one, I'll say this. I believe Mitchell Trubisky – is a better version of Pickett. He's better arm, more athletic. He's mobile. People forget Trubisky actually has played playoff games. And they, they say this and they say that about Trubisky. Trubisky led the Chicago Bears to the playoffs. You could say they led him. He was there. I think he's a better version exactly. of Pickett. I'm not sure Pickett beats him out. Ritter, that's a different story. He's athletic. He can throw the ball. He's training with a great quarterback coach. 
But Mariota knows that offense. He knows that head coach. And so I think it's going to be hard for both of them to be week one starters. But if I had to pick who will start first, I would go with Ritter just because of the high-level football he played. I like Pickett, but Trubisky can do everything that Pickett does just better. Next on the uh, second hour, NIL deal. Jordan Addison, up on game. We'll be back. Hour one done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.